What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the second episode of The Dub. My name is Serp Waffles. I'll be your host today while we talk about control. Uh, we have a special guest with us today. His name is Navalis. Navalis, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yes, um, I'm just one of the members in the community that plays Hearthstone, Arena, and Eternal. And so uh, thank you for having me on. I, I'm looking I'm looking forward to this, man. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, Navalis is also the host of Hearth Life. He also did From the Void, From Eternal, and I'm sure, I think there's one other one. No, yes, no, maybe. You've been on Villains. No. Uh, Villains. Well, uh, well, I, I've been, I, I guess, on other podcasts. Hearth Life is the podcast I'm, I'm doing. It's, it's basically exploring, uh, just basically life lessons you can get out of Hearthstone, which, uh, believe it or not, there's a lot. And, uh, and just learning to be a better gamer and living your best life. So that's Hearth Life. You can find that on all the major, uh, uh, I guess, uh, podcast outlets. And then I used to do From the Void podcasts with uh, my good friend, Basun Buffoon. Uh, he uh, is just, um, he's focusing on streaming right now, which I totally understand. He wants to make a go at that. So I, I applaud him for doing that and everything. So that, that podcast is on hold. That may come back uh Vonti's the producer and I were we decided just to take a month off and just kind of like let things settle and then uh, we'll see where we go from there and then I used to do a little uh a mini series called what the deck and that's just like a little two minute video on Twitter about explaining what decks uh what decks do and what decks are and that may come back eventually but right now I'm doing just hearth life and that's yeah, that's what I'm doing Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the show today. If you guys haven't listened to Hearth Life, you should definitely listen to it. About 10, 15 minutes, uh, nothing too crazy, but it's abs- it's great content. I love listening to it. Um, but we're uh, today we're going to talk about control deck, control decks and the archetype across the three different games. Uh, we'll start with uh, something. Uh, we'll start with Eternal, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, we can do a broad overview. That might be a little bit better. Um, so I'll start with Eternal, and then if you want to uh, pick up Hearthstone, then we'll both tackle Magic. Um, so, and feel free to jump in whenever you'd like. Um, I think Eternal is actually kind of similar to Magic, um, in that you have your fast spells, uh, Magic has instant spells, and that really is key to, um, controlling your opponent. And I feel like mid-range is like the sweet spot in Eternal. Uh, there's so many good cards in Eternal that you really need to have an answer to, and there's, I mean... You can have 10 turns in a row where your opponent's putting out a great card and you have to find a way to deal with it if you're playing full control, which uh, Horu Control, that's the list that's out right now, does a great job at it. Um, I did beat one on stream earlier today. I'm going to pat myself on the back because it was not very fun to play against. Um, I've, Good I've, job. I'm sure, I'm sure that was quite fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like every time they like I threw uh, something on the board, they had an answer for it. Uh, even if I had uh, Aegis, like I'm playing um, a Rakano deck right now. And it runs uh, the new Svetya card, uh, the eight cost where mm-hmm. it doubles uh, your justice units. And I played that card from my uh, market, and it has Aegis, and they had no problem getting rid of it. Um, <laughs> and then I would just, every turn after that, I was dropping like a 11 11 uh, Razan, uh, 8 8 uh, Unseen uh, Commando. I mean, just all these cards, and they're just getting rid of it. But finally, they just ran out of cards, and which I think is crucial to control is having card advantage oh for sure for sure i I think as we get into when we talk about control i think especially in eternal eternal um is i was thinking how how i'm gonna put this the card draw is very good in that game 
like there, there's lots of there's lots of good ways even if you're like a mid-range deck there there's ways to get more cards in your hand and everything and we'll talk about this in a little bit but uh it just seems like uh like you said control decks are their goal is to answer everything you bring and they keep cards in hand and then eventually put their win condition down yeah. uh, but with a mid-range deck usually mid-range decks are are uh, not favored no, they're favored. Let's see, hang on here. Let's look at the end. Aggro is good against control. And yep. then control is good against mid-range, and mid-range is, is usually good against aggro. That's right. usually how, like, the, uh, I guess, the holy trinity of card games, how it goes. Yeah, there, so, it, there's a uh, a game mat that has, like, the holy trinity of, like, mid-range control and aggro, and it's like, this beats this. It's uh, on ink mm-hmm. play mats, I believe, is where I saw it. It's pretty funny. Um, but That's I think, right. yeah, I think, uh, like you said, card advantage and card draw in Eternal is so, I mean, there's so many cards in Eternal because they haven't had a rotation yet. And I think there's what, eight, is it six or eight sets? Something. I mean, there's a lot of cards in Let's see, seven sets, I think. Yeah. Is that included? Yeah, inc- like, yeah. And then the campaign. There's a lot of sets. I mean, yeah, there's the so key- many and there. Yeah. There's like 250 cards a set or something crazy. Plus the campaigns oh. they have. I mean, there's so many cards that. I mean, so after a while, I mean, you kind of run out of ideas, but I mean, they've been doing a good job. I think even though there's so many cards in the road, current standard rotation that, um, mm-hmm. it still provides, provides a balanced gameplay, but I mean, there's so many card draw, so it opens up different kind of archetypes within archetype, uh, I guess. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of eternal in a nutshell. Uh, would you like to talk about a little Hearthstone control? Yeah, Hearthstone uh, is in an interesting spot with Control right now. I, I think it's in a better spot with Control than before, because uh, if you don't if you don't play Hearthstone or if you have been playing a Hearthstone, you know that we just got a bunch of buffs, and before that we had a few nerfs, and and so it's the first time Hearthstone has buffed any cards. So if you play Eternal, you're kind of used to cards getting buffed, and that's kind of like they'll nerf cards and they'll buff cards at the same time, and so this was a huge deal and. Before the nerfs and the buffs, uh, the main control type. Now there was like control shaman, but that wasn't too good because yep. there was a there was a deck called control warrior, and control yeah. warrior, <laughs> and I think warrior is one of the classes. There's nine classes in Hearthstone, and warrior is one of the class, and it's hero power. Basically, you can spend two mana every turn to gain two armor, and then there's a bunch of cards in the deck that gain you even more armor. So it's basically if you have for those that don't play, if you have life, say 30 life, you can gain two armor. So now you have basically you know, the per- the opponent has to go through that two armor before they can attack your life. So basically that. But anyway, this deck is basically, its game plan was to build up a bunch of armor so its life total is protected. And then just basically outlast you with card advantage, with just removal, because Warrior has very efficient removal. It has uh, probably the best board clear in the game, the you know Brawl which basically will take out all minion. It's not a harsh rule. Harsh rule gets rid of everything, but Brawl mm-hmm. basically, uh, uh, all the minions basically, technically, the flavor of the card, they all fight and only one's a victor, basically. So basically, it wipes all the minions except one. And so, but it's really powerful. And But at the very end, I have this card, uh, Archivist Elysiana. And basically what this card, so if you almost ran out of cards... Because like in Eternal, I believe in Eternal, if you run out of cards, you're just dead. So it's magic. Yeah. So, but at Hearthstone, you go into fatigue. Basically, if you draw, if you draw, but you have no cards, you take one damage. The next turn when you draw, you take two damage and so on and so forth. Well, this card, Elysiana, she has you pick 
uh, I believe uh, you discover or you 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 do this five times. Basically, you look at a card and look at three cards. You pick one and you repeat that five times, and they all go in your deck. And I believe two copies each, right? Uh, two or three. Card? I think it's either three ten, copies. Three copies. Three copies. So Fifteen total. Yep. So you get 15 new cards, so you would just outlast your opponent. I haven't really played that deck a lot because the problem is that deck will... If you're playing the deck, you're going to look at 20-minute matches, 15 to 20-minute matches if you're brutal. Of the seed. And if you play the Mirror, which that happened before because I played it one time, and I decided I will never do that again. <laughs> and and Because I'm sitting there for, after like 20 minutes, I'm like, I could play, I could be doing other things with my life right now. And I don't know if I'm going to win or not. So I'm sitting there because it's just so back and forth. And there's so many other factors of that deck too. Cause like the, uh, Dr. Boom, mad genius and all that stuff that, that hero card and, and other things. So basically it goes to fatigue and, um, it's not uncommon for some people to go to turns with that deck. I think the turn limit in Hearthstone is what fifty turns, I believe. I've, I'll never hit it, and I will never, I've never ever hit, hit it. Hit either. it. <laughs> and but people were hitting it, going against each other in oh, the mirrors, yeah. like for forty-five minute matches. I'm like, I just can't do that. I'm like, no. So that that was before the buffs. You had that deck. Now after the buffs, um, you had some mage decks, which are kind of popping up. Some freeze mage d- decks, which are basically designed to stall out your opponent and then they do like a little and then they have this one card in here and this is what's important this is what we're going to talk about this has really helped because i even control shamans on its way back too but i think mm-hmm. i think uh control mage or freeze mage is in a better place than control shaman at the moment that's just my take but you have this card called luna's pocket galaxy it used to cost seven but now it costs five what a it's buff a spell. yeah it's a buff so what a buff. it costs <laughs> Yeah, yes. It's, it's, it's now costs two less, and it says change the cost of your minions in your deck to one. So every minion in your deck, there's thirty. You have thirty cards in your deck, but every minion is now cost one. So you have ones like uh, Alex Straza, mm-hmm. which either can set your hero or your opponent's hero health to fifteen. You have Malagos, which gives you plus five spell damage, and you have Mountain Giants, which costs twelve. That are cost one less for each card in your hand but now you have one mana eight eights that can come out which is insane or even actually be it'd be free they're free yeah. because yeah because you feel as long as you have one card in your hand and so you have stuff like that so your idea is just to stall and then hopefully you draw luna's pocket galaxy early and you can just combo out with like uh with uh just basically archmage Antonidas, which they uh which whenever you cast a spell they add a fireball to your hand and the fireball is a four cost does six damage so if you play spells you can do it but if that costs one and you start playing spells you can get a lot of fireballs in your hand and go off next turn oh yeah so the the idea and, and especially in Hearthstone with control because i know we got to move on but real quick you can't really interact on your opponent's turn unless you're you, you have played a secret on your turn and secrets will basically um one of the secrets ice barrier if you play it and it says if your opponent attacks your hero you gain a armor and so there's things like that so you can do you can sort of interact on your opponent's turn but you really don't decide when that happens your opponent decides when that happens so there's really no interaction in that sense of how eternal has interaction like if your your opponent's going to attack a minion, you attack with a minion you can choose whether you want to kill that minion or not there's things like you know you have that choice in hearthstone you don't have that choice so it makes control decks a little bit a little bit different in the sense of 
you need to control the board on your turn rather than control the board on your opponent's turn. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the biggest differences and that. But Freeze Mage is good. It basically stalls, destroys things, and it can get really good card advantage with its uh, with its cards. Now, one, one thing I like about Hearthstone's control decks is that uh, you all there's some interaction on your side to where like this mage uh, this freeze mage deck you're dropping mountain giants and you got conjurers calling so you're you can load up the board if you want with big minions and kill them almost in one turn uh, rather mm-hmm. than just kind of sit around and so there's a couple different ways you can play which I love I love when control decks play out like that when you can have a massive board that your opponent has to deal with on top of trying to worry about not having their minions die to whatever you're about to throw at them so i do enjoy it for sure for sure it's a it's a it's a fun deck to play uh ray of frost is such an underrated card when i first saw it i didn't think ray of frost says basically it's twin spell so when you play this you get another copy in your hand but it says freeze the minion if it's already frozen deal two damage to it and that's just a it's so good stalling things and just like so good, so good, <laughs> so good. Plus, with uh, Antonitis, you get it's easy fireballs right there. Two oh, mana, and you sure. get two fireballs right there. Um, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. I, th- I think the uh, like you said, you touched on really well. The biggest difference between Hearthstone and Eternal Magic is probably the interaction on your opponent's turn. Like you said, secrets uh, do a good job. I know we uh, uh, hand disruption is a, th- a little bit of a thing in Hearthstone right now. In standard, we got uh, Hecklebot and. The spell one, go. What is it? Unseen saboteur. Good job. The, the thing, the thing with this. Okay, what's interesting about hand eruption? I guess we can point this out real quick. Hand eruption, hand disruption. There you go. Sorry. Uh, and Hearthstone usually comes at a cost. Uh, absolutely. At a bigger cost than say Magic or um, Eternal, because Eternal you have ones basically it's like your opponent gets the card, you know, because of uh, Nightfall, you know, or. Mm-hmm. Um, or it costs like three or four and make their opponent discard a card. You know, you get to choose. In Hearthstone, there's no thing where you play like, okay, or even like Rain of Frogs, you know, where you can play, right. play, choose a, choose whatever their deck or their hand, then all the copies are now, you know, frogs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But this right here is like Hecklebot. If you play it, it's a four mana, three, eight, right? Yes. And correct. it pulls a minion from your opponent's deck and puts it on the battlefield. So. That can be really good if you're playing against an aggro deck and they have a bunch of small minions and you know that. But if you played against a mid-range deck or even a combo deck, that could be bad. No, you know, it's no, all no. luck of the draw at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's luck of the draw. You know, if it's like you know turn six or seven and you play Hecklebot because you know you just, you just play it for some reason, it pulls out a Malagos and you have no way to kill that. You might be dead the next turn, oh, and yeah. because. <laughs> They have seven mana to do whatever they want. So, and then Unseen Saboteur can be good too if you have ways to deal because that'll pull a spell. And it depends on. I've seen some decks play that against. Oh, uh, I'm trying to think of what decks here. There was. I think you've seen more play in Wild, the yeah, Wild format. I think so too. Uh, so I did see it in Standard. Uh, I saw it on Twitter one. I can't remember who it was, but they had it pull a Rogues, uh, Myros, and Stables element. So they just drew all of their cards at like turn what was it five costs so it was like whenever it was on curve and, oh yes yeah. and they just lost the game because they obviously that's a very situational card you want to play that later in the game trying to kill your opponent that turn uh but yeah that was, that's probably the coolest interaction i've seen with unseen saboteur uh since it came yeah. out 
I think honorary mention because if if you're if you play Hearthstone as Dirty Rat, that's probably the first Dirty time we've seen hand disruption. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's a two mana two six with taunt, and basically when you play it, it just pulls the minion from that opponent's hand and plays it right away. Yeah. And so we but, needed um, that card last rotation, man. With the, all the combo decks that are out mm, there, we needed yeah, something like yeah. that. Hecklebot's too little, too late, guys. Yeah, <laughs> just in yeah, my yeah. opinion. But I mean, still, still a cool card, good flavor. I like it. Um, but I mean, magic. Uh, moving on to magic, uh, yeah. it's really um, very similar to Eternals' style of control, except I feel mm-hmm. like there's more efficient hand disruption. Um, I know back when I played Paper Magic, Thought Seize, you uh, opponent reveals their entire hand, they discard a card at your choice, and then now, sir, um, uh, what's it called? Two cost, uh, one blue, one black. Gosh. Oh, uh, Thought Eraser. Thought eraser, yep, yep, no, yep, that's yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, uh, and then you get to surveil one. Uh, but, yeah, you can remove anything but a land from their hand, and it's it's great. I mean, I love playing that. Yeah. I love disrupting. And you can basically – I've had people on Arena just uh, abs- just uh, concede as soon as I get rid of, like, their win condition or uh, their next turn play because they know that they're going to fall too behind. And the later the game goes in um, uh, Magic, then the better control gets, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But that's the oh, big, sure. yeah. That's the biggest difference. I would say that control is I, more I, vulnerable in Magic than it is in uh, Hearthstone. Yeah, I, I would say so. Uh, I think one thing that Eternal, I think one thing is it hurt, hurt, it's hurt Eternal. Like I think in the past meta, not so much just because I haven't played a lot of the Eternal in this current meta with the new set out, but. Uh, it was aggro was lacking for quite a long time mm-hmm. like aggro decks not so much mid-range decks there was a lot of good mid-range decks and there was actually there was temporal control oh, if, you, if you know what i'm talking about oh, that God. deck <laughs> yes that deck right there um was insane and they i think they've have they nerfed it twice now or is it just once they've nerfed like i'm trying to remember they nerfed a couple cards from that i do believe they like, nerfed just from that they nerfed I Vital Arcana, that. and then they nerfed uh, the actual um, temporal. The, they, um, they, I think they nerfed all three of the right. cards. The one yeah. where you did damage for as many cards in your hands that temporal oh, distortion. Oh yes, yes. The um, oh, I forgot the name. Something of that card. distortion is it? Temporal distortion, or is that the temporal actual distortion? Is the uh, that's the, the relic? The relic. And, and then there's one that said basically it costs eight, and you yeah. would draw three cards and deal damage to the number of cards in your hand, which was insane. Anyway, then you would just your opponent out that way and then you could play it but, right uh, again next turn with temporal distortion so you could back oh, to back yeah it was oh. terrible it was terrible and so but but what made that deck really good was the presence there wasn't really no aggro in the yep. uh in there and it what i think what has kept the magic the uh and, because i think people are always drawn to play control decks most people not all i'm not gonna say everyone okay because some people love mid-range and that's all they want to play or love aggro and that's what they're gonna play but I see so many people as like, oh, there's no control deck, no control deck. I'm like, you don't understand. Like in Hearthstone, we played the Warrior Mirrors. We played against Warrior. Warrior's a problem in Hearthstone, you know? It's like when you have to sit and you know you're going to lose a match, but there's like, or you're like halfway through the game. It, it's, it, it seems it's like you don't want a control heavy meta. Agreed. You really don't. And people are like, oh, I always want to play control. I'm like, yeah, control's cool, but have you played like four control mirrors mirrors in a row? It's not fun. No. It's really not. And and uh 
But I think Magic does a good thing because control is kept in check really by aggro. Yeah, mono red aggro, which is really good. Um, at one point he had mono blue aggro also, that was good. There's the the white blue aggro decks are just I guess the white aggro decks. Period. Mm -hmm. uh, those all help keep control decks like uh, Esper control. It seems like every standard in Magic they're always looking to do like blue back control or Esper control is like, they want that deck to like be great. And it's like, you don't want a great control deck. You really don't because that if it's too good, that means if, if they have a decent win percentage against aggro, then things are not balanced because aggro should have a leg up on control and it, okay. hel it helps with the whole psycho um, cycle. And I think I think Magic does out does that well because they always make sure there's like a white aggro or a red burn deck that will contest against uh, control decks. But internal, it always kind of frustrated me. It's like you have control decks, but I mean not control, you have aggro decks, but they're not the greatest, you know. And it's like you really need that. Then in Hearthstone, I think the Hearthstone is always the complaint. There's not enough control decks, and there's too many aggro decks, and so that that's. But I'm just kind of like, no, I 100% agree with you. It, like I, I explain control as it's fun to play, but it's terrible to play against. No one mm, likes to play yes. against control decks because it do, it doesn't feel good when your opponent's removing cards from your hand or killing everything you put in the board and you can't do anything. So it, but I mean, it's good that it exists because it does kind of um, keep some of these other decks from spiraling out of control. And I like you said, I do think Magic probably alt has like the best metas uh in any card game because they do such a good job with their their cards and um i know people that are more into magic would disagree and say oh this you know these are such toxic decks or this time was a terrible time but pretty much every card game goes through uh something like oh, that for sure. yeah so for sure and and the whole thing i say to the i'll say to those kind of like those people and everything it's it's one like Hearthstone, I mean, a Hearthstone, uh, Magic's first and foremost uh, a paper card game, then it's digital. Right. You know, digital is not on the scene. So their testing has to be spot on, which I applaud them. They made mistakes. Don't get me wrong. They made mistakes in standard. Emrakul is one of them, bringing that card back. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't around for, I wasn't around in that meta, but I heard things. And I oh, I like, heard things yeah. too. I, I don't even yeah. really know that card, but I just know it's well hated. Yeah, it's well hated. And, but uh, I, I think. Honestly, for, personally for me, I think standard is one of the best standards I played in for Magic: The Gathering. Honestly, and I think, yep. I think Hearthstone's in a pretty decent spot as well right now too. Yeah, and so I, yeah, I feel like I uh, can't. Sorry, go ahead. Finish. Sorry, no, no, I said you can speak more about Eternal than I can. I just dabble in Eternal yeah. now, so man, I so feel like you it, would know more about. That. I, yeah, I feel like Eternal right now is in a pretty good spot too. There's just a lot of new decks always popping up, and that ETS that they have every week really kind of spices up the meta. So there's never really a dull moment. I mean, there's a mono fire deck right now that's uh, aggro based and it's very good. A lot of people are climbing with it, hit masters with it. Yeah, it's really it's interesting. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> yeah, you should check it out. It's pretty cool. This uh, Ricardo deck that I'm playing kind of feels like aggro sometimes, um, but it's definitely more of a mid range type deck. Um, but yeah, there's always new stuff floating around. Uh, Eternal Warcry is a fantastic website. I think it's my favorite card game like website with decks on it and to showcase different mm -hmm. stuff. HS Replay is fantastic too, um, but I feel like there's a little more like the community is more involved in eternal war cry 
Uh, I love when people are bashing each other on there about different types of decks or why'd you put this in there? It's like, ah, I, I don't know. I'm personally me. I'm more of a pilot than anything. I make tweaks to decks that people post just because it's like, man, like eternal. I feel like eternal is one of the hardest deck builders, uh, out there, but that's just me. That's we're spiraling out of control here yes, with, yes, I mean, rabbit hole. Uh, but yeah, I, um, I think that's pretty much control in a nutshell. Um, yeah. I mean, one last thing, I do think that Magic the Gathering, just for one thing, is they have better control, and I'm sorry, better counter spells than Eternal. Yeah, like I it's agree. standard right now. Uh, there's, I, I would say the inter. Okay, real quick, the interaction between the difference between Eternal and Magic of the interaction on your opponent's turn is Eternal's mostly focusing on like kill spells than yep. counter spells. I because agree. even though they both do the same thing getting your minion killed off is not it's not a, as bad as a feeling as getting your minion countered by a spell especially if it's got yeah. an onboard effect too so like a yes. like a battle cry or a summons uh, mm-hmm. effect i mean you, do, you don't get that at all which is uh it makes magic a little more feel batty in yeah. the control sense I, but i do think magic is limiting their controls their like counter spells too because they realize that too like in standard it's like they want people to play minions on the board they don't want people or our players to get discouraged because oh I never can play anything it always gets countered I never get to land my minion to see what he can do you know and stuff like mm-hmm. that and but I think they they've really limited because I think there's only one or two good counter spells in standard besides spell pierce spell pierce is so good against planeswalkers right now but that's a that's a different story yeah um, I mean you got the, but, in magic there's I feel like there's actually quite a bit like blue has the majority but they're spread out between the different colors very well so it's like you can't just have one deck with all these counter spells in it uh, yeah most of, yeah most counter spells in standard are being multicolored now which I think is yeah, smart too I think it's Wishing good your, I think it's good anyway but anyway so before we go on to uh, more of a rabbit trail but I, I I do see the difference <laughs> between that and everything because I do applaud Eternal for doing that, so people can play their their minions and then forcing your opponent to kill them. I think that's I think that's more enjoyable. I think the only thing you can negate or uh, counter in Eternal is spells. Correct? You can't you can't do anything yeah, to minions. There's no, yeah. There's no, yeah. There's no. Uh, which I think that's fine. I think that's fine. I think there needs to be that for to keep control and combo decks in check from other decks. You know yeah. and. But uh, but countering minions, there's none at all. I I kind of like so you know when you play a minion, it's gonna it's gonna resolve as we say in Magic, and then yep. you, your opponent has a chance to kill it, and I think that's fine. So I agree, but it also makes planning your turns a little bit more because I mean if you leave your your two mana open, your opponent knows it's like all right they got a counter spell mm-hmm. in there, so it makes the gameplay a yeah. little more interactive too, which feels fun to me. I would say so. Uh, what's your favorite uh card game to play Control in? Ooh, oh, um, okay, I'm thinking here, okay, I wouldn't say Eternal right now, I mean, I did, there was something, I, I do like Huru Control, okay, I do like that, okay, if I was, they nerfed some things in that, so I'm not so sure about that now, uh, before they got nerfed, uh, I would say right now, I am enjoying Magic, and not Magicka, or some of the most, actually, okay, uh, just with the resurgence of Freeze Mage, because I'm trying to learn that deck, and it's, it's intricate, it's different, and Luna's po- Pocket Galaxy just kind of changing things up is real fun. And But I think Magic is behind that because there's all the Planeswalkers are really cool. Just just to play Planeswalkers, it's, it's awesome. I know, I, I agree. I, I would say my favorite control uh, 
right now is probably Magic, just because mm-hmm. there's so like I in my deck list in Arena I have like twelve decks built and I think ten of them are uh, all controlled mm-hmm. different con- different control decks, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, yes. But yeah, they're just bolt the Bolus Planeswalker that just came out War of the Spark is an awesome uh, control card. It's a really good card. Yeah, it's fantastic. (laughs) I think the paper cost of it's like $60 or $50. I don't know. It's just expensive. I'm like, I'm so glad I can just craft them with wild cards. Uh, What is that? It's a mythic rare, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad I could just use a wild card and uh, get one and then I can play it, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I don't have to go to the store and find one. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a rabbit. That's that's a... That's a a whole... That's like a whole year of... (laughs) talking about how much the cost of magic and card games i i need to sell like a good portion of my collection i have a huge modern collection i know anyway, but that's a different story that's a different story <laughs> that's all right like, well yes. i think i think we pretty much covered everything on the show today i uh we are going to uh play a game we're going to live stream that here in a minute uh this will conclude the actual podcast though so i'm going to stop recording and then we're going to go live and play a little hearthstone uh i'm going to play a control deck and i think you are going to play a uh mid-range deck um yeah. so we will is, uh go ahead that's correct and uh Perfect. i guess you can uh you can find me if you look for me if you want to talk to me interact with me just real quick uh you can find me at what the deck hs on twitter that's at what the deck hs on twitter just look for navalis and yeah and that's where you can find all my stuff for hearth life all that stuff Perfect. and then i will uh when i post this too i'll tag him on twitter uh, I am at syrup waffles and I'll post the video on YouTube as well. Also syrup waffles make it super easy for you guys. Uh, but thanks for tuning in. Uh, Navalis, thanks for being on the show. I do appreciate it and make sure you guys give Navalis a follow and listen to his hearth life podcast and we're going to go play some games. So thanks for tuning in guys. Appreciate it.